This episode is brought to you by The Wanna Summit, the one day that's going to change your life. For more information, go to www.thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is That Paleo Show with your hosts, Stephanie Wozolik, Dr. Yana James, and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Stephanie Wozlick. I'm Dr. Yana James. And I'm Dr. Brett Hill. This week we're talking about the Paleo Support Network. And uh, we're, this is episode number four in our 12-part introduction to Paleo. And we think it's really important to kind of address your network and your inspiration all up front in the beginning of this. So that everyone can kind of have an idea of, other than this weekly podcast, what you can use to keep you on track, keep you inspired, and other resources that you can learn from. So today we're going to have a lot of resources. You might want to have a pen and paper ready. Um, We'll post a lot of them on Facebook as well. But these will definitely be helpful along the way. And you can use as few or as many of them as you'd like. So the first most significant resource that you can use is your family. So not all of us have families who all embrace paleo, and some of them might be strictly opposed to paleo. So it's, uh, it's definitely a network that could be helpful or detrimental to you. So Yana, do you want to maybe discuss your journey with your family? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would have to say up front, my husband has been the most amazing support through all of this. Um, I don't think I could have gotten anywhere near the results I have if it wasn't for him being there to support me. Um, He didn't really need to go on the journey from outward sources, so I think it's an absolute testament to his support of me that he's followed through and done all of these things in the face of the fact that so many of the people around him don't. Uh, He works in an office where uh, they have a... um, What's it called? Uh, a community, you put in money and they fill the cupboard up with chocolates and chips and soft drinks and things. And so for him every day to go to work, it's it's quite a struggle to not do those things. So uh, getting off topic there a little bit, but I just, I think it's amazing that he's done such a great job of supporting me. So I think it's really important that your significant other or those closest to you either support you or you make it very clear that if they don't support what you're doing then please don't actually talk to me about it because I've chosen to do this for my health and that's important to me and if you love me you should respect that um and the same time there's a lot of people who have wonderfully supportive families and definitely I'm one of those people I've had a lot of support from my families and from from my friends um and the the best thing I think about it is that if you make that change you're going to see some results and it might not be immediately. It might be 12 months down the track. It might be further than that. I suppose it depends on how quickly you're snowballing those changes, but people are going to notice and they're going to ask you what has been going on. So I think it's really important to let them come to you and ask the questions rather than ramming it down their throat. Unless of course, as I say, they're being completely unsupportive and every time you go over, they're offering you bread or they're only cooking pasta or they're only, you know, the only drinks they have are soft drinks. And, um, If that's the case, then I think it's important you need to examine who you're spending your time with and whether they're actually beneficial in your uh, journey and your pathway. But other than that, 
definitely um, finding other support networks is a, is a good way to go about it. Have I missed anything? Well, I, th- I think it's really important to just understand that, you know, sometimes from the outside, paleo can seem a bit strange. Like, for people who've grown up in a Western society, they've grown up sort of eating the food pyramid or even worse, just eating the standard, you know, Australian or American diet, then then going paleo seems like a really weird thing. Like, it seems kind of extreme sometimes. It seems a bit odd sometimes. And so it's important to understand that, that different people just have their own different perspective and it doesn't make them right or wrong, but, but it doesn't make you right or wrong either. You know, you have to understand that, that you're on this journey and you're, and you're looking to do stuff to make yourself healthier, to get certain results. And so um, understand that different people have different perspectives on that and that's okay, I guess, is a really important part. Um, but also understanding that it's really important who you surround yourself with. So, you know, if your family aren't particularly supportive, then you need to find other friends and family who are supportive. You need to start thinking about who you choose to spend your time with and how supportive and helpful they're being. And just make sure that you do surround yourself with a really good network. And really, that's what today's show is all about. Absolutely. And it's interesting to see what happens when people realize that the changes that you've made are actually turning in to beneficial changes. I think we've talked about that in past episodes as well, but it's just funny this morning I talked to my sister and she had just listened to the second episode of this and she says, oh my gosh, diet diet pop is horrible. Diet soda, whatever we're gonna call it these days. <laughs> diet pop is horrible and uh, I'm not gonna ever drink that again. I'm drinking lemon water now. I'm going, oh my gosh, because she was one of the people who was adamantly opposed to it. We used to fight about it. And, um, and she's also stopped eating bread. So it's interesting how leading by example and seeing what the people around you are doing. And I think her roommate also is gluten intolerant. So all of those things end up turning into a learning experience for these people who don't necessarily agree with paleo, but they can end up changing their health around. Yeah, and, and I've definitely seen the same thing with my group of friends. And, you know, I've got a bunch of friends who I play indoor cricket with, and, and many of those are actually doctors. And I know when I first started making some of these changes, I got a few weird looks. And, and particularly from my group of friends, when I stopped drinking, that was a big one for them. That was a big societal uh, pressure for them. They found that a bit strange. They found that a bit confronting, I think, some of them. Uh, but the interesting thing is, as I've gone along on this journey, and now we're sort of getting into our 30s, and perhaps some of them aren't as fit as they used to be, aren't performing as well as they used to be, all of a sudden it's gone the full circle and now instead of saying, well, you know, why are you doing that for? They're now saying, why are you doing that? <laughs> you know, it's like the same question but in a completely different way. And they're actually getting interested in what I'm doing differently because I've seemed to be getting some different results too, which I think is what it's about at the end of the day. Definitely. So what happens then if your family or your friends are not supportive for you? So we've, we've kind of developed some other resources for you or that you could find in your area that are helpful with those types of things. So one of those is we've, um, we've started a group here in Adelaide called the Paleo Life Group. And I know that these types of groups exist all over the world. If you just kind of Google it or check on Facebook or meetup.com, you can often find a paleo group in your area. And if there isn't one, then you can definitely start one. Uh, so those are those are some ways. Diana, do you want to talk about what we do at those meetings? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to add in here that definitely starting one's a, a great idea. I know I was speaking to Rod Taylor. He was instrumental in bringing uh, Jimmy Moore out to... Australia and we got him down to Adelaide and when I was talking to him he sort of said you know you should really set up a meetup group and he started with I don't know four or five people and now it's upwards of a hundred which is in in Melbourne we're a little bit smaller in Adelaide so we started with three people and we're up to 30 on meetup 
facebook.com now and we have over 100 on our Facebook page. So, you know, it definitely builds and there's so many people that are after this sort of thing. So I think if you make that first step and make that first contact, you're going to find that there's so much support around you from other people who want to change their life for the better. Um, what was the other question, Steph? Oh, I was just going to see what we actually do. In oh, that's things. right. That's right. So we get together and we talk recipes. We talk about the things that we're struggling with or things we've been really successful with. Um, people ask questions about what can I do for breakfast? And there's just a plethora of answers out there because there are, obviously there's a, a lot of different things you can do. But on the face of it, you kind of think, well, eggs, that's about my only option. And then there's just a, then the room opens up with a million other ways of cooking eggs. And it's brilliant because you get all of these other ideas on things that you can tweak and fine tune and change. And um, we talk about fitness and the type of exercise that we do. We talk about um, again, the, the support of friends and family and, and how do you broach the subject and when someone asks you at very, the very first instant of what you do, how do you explain it to them? And uh, I think it just makes it a lot easier to answer questions from the outside when you have this group that you can sort of pose the questions to where you already know the answer that you give, but perhaps someone has a better, more refined way of answering it. And it, it it's just really good to have that support. And the other thing we talk about, the question that comes up every single meetup is just where can I source this food? It does. So it's, it, it's really important then to have a local meetup because then we talk about specific farmers markets and specific stores or specific farmers and, uh, that, and that's where you can tend to find those, that produce unique to your area and your season. Yeah, and we're also going to do some farm tours with the group, which they're all really excited about. And we, I go to the showground farmers markets every week, and so we're going to do a group meet up there and sort of tour all the different farmers in there, which is cool. And we're going to do a, a, a cooking demonstration <laughs> as well. So there's all sorts of things we can do with that. Yeah, and so, look, if you don't have a group in your own area, and if you don't want to start up a group in your own area, maybe you're, you're time poor or you're you know, finding it difficult, then there's heaps of stuff online as well. I mean, there's a really huge paleo community online now, which is really cool. I mean, we've already seen it with our show that it's just getting shared all over the place, all over the world and on Facebook and the internet, because there's just this real community that loves to share paleo information and, and people who are just really passionate about it. And so, you know, some of the great spots you can start with this, you know, Rob Wolf just has a fantastic uh, website. He's just got so much great information. He's a great guy. Um, he's really funny. Uh, and, and it's just a great spot to find lots of good ideas, information, research, all sorts of stuff. Um, there's Mark's Daily Apple, which is Mark Sisson. Um, once again, another really inspiring guy. Like, you know, he's... I'm not actually sure how old Mark is, but he's not like, you know, he's not a youngster anymore, but he's just so fit and healthy and vibrant. And he just has a really good, simple take on things paleo and primal. And perhaps in another show later on, we might talk about the difference between paleo and primal because that gets a bit confusing for some people. But I think, you know, really the basics are all the same. Um, and so there's some really good resources there that you can get online to, to support yourself and to gather the information and to make it easier on yourself too. Mark's Daily Apple is my go-to website, so anytime someone asks me, is this paleo, is that paleo, or why can't I do this or that, that's where I go to get the information. Mark does a really amazing job of researching those, those topics. And you know another one I think we mentioned earlier, which isn't specifically paleo, but just has great information and heaps of research on there is mccola.com. You know, that's just a really good spot to find some really great resources online too. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, anytime you even Google something to do with paleo, it's almost inevitable that Mark's Daily Apple will come up because he's just so prolific on there. Yeah. He's written so many awesome articles. And I actually, I was using it as one of my resources this morning while I was just doing a bit of final checking of some information. Um, another thing that you can do is podcasts. So obviously we're doing one and I think how could you get more paleo than a podcast? I mean, it's continuing the oratory tradition of sitting around a campfire and listening, you know, that came well before books did. Um, so there's a lot of podcasts out there that, that we think are great. Um, the Wellness Couch certainly has had a lot of paleo authors uh, being interviewed on there. Dr. Brett talks about paleo a lot when he's talking on there. Um, latest in paleo, I know that's one of um, Steph's favourite podcast that is Anthony Coppola. No, Angelo Coppola. Angelo Coppola. Um, and uh, Jimmy Moore, uh, he interviews a lot of paleo people as well. Jimmy Moore's on the low carb side of uh, the dietary approach and definitely becoming more paleo. Um, and so he interviews people all the time that do, do paleo stuff. Um, another one that I think I spoke about last time is Makeshift Happen by Dean Dwyer. So I'm really enjoying that one because it's more about the mindset. There's a lot of podcasts about the nutrition out there. And what I found is that for me, I really need that mindset support um, and that inspiration to continue the journey. And that's what I found with, uh, with Makeshift Happen by Dean Dwyer. Um, he also does a, a book that um, I've just started reading and his written voice, the way that he writes is just, it, it's almost like a support network in itself because it's like he's right there next to you coaching you on and, you know, he, he's, he's really quite amusing. Um, yeah. Well, and I tell you what, I love the idea that maybe our listeners are sitting at home around a campfire listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be? So if you, if you want to listen, get your, get your iPod, head out, make a little campfire. That'd be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> The, the reason I really like uh, Latest in Paleo, which Yana mentioned earlier, is that Angelo goes through all sorts of different aspects of paleo, including news stories and things that are, are recent that week. And then he also goes through all the different blogs that he comes across as well and does reviews of different articles on those blogs. So what's really fantastic is you can kind of listen to latest in paleo without having to do all of your own blog research so me i was addicted to paleo from the very start so i went and looked up all of the blogs that angelo was recommending and then i followed all of them and it ended up being a lot a lot of work but you can also just listen to to these podcasts to give you the summaries so like i said in the beginning you can do as much or as little of this research as you want yeah, and actually one other really good uh, podcast to listen to is the Underground Wellness Podcast. Yeah. He just interviews so many different people in the paleo world that, that it's kind of like almost like a one-stop shop for like all of the different paleo experts. And, and he's just really cool. We interviewed him just recently on the Wellness Guys show, and he's just a ball of energy and just really fun. So um, check out Underground Wellness as well. And you can also, like we said before, we have the Paleo Life group in Adelaide. So you can join that group even if you're not in Adelaide. A lot of people are from out of town. And we post a lot of these resources and so do our members. So people find awesome YouTube videos or articles that they've read or new podcasts, etc. So you can find these resources on a pretty up-to-the-minute basis 
through that website. Yeah, and while we're at it on Facebook, obviously we've got our That Paleo Show Facebook page too. So we would love you guys to just make that a hub for, you know, a real paleo community where, you know, if you've got a good recipe that you've just tried, chuck it on our Facebook page. If you just started doing some new, um, you know, a new recipe, then chuck that on our Facebook page, some new exercise. If, um, you know, if you've just heard a really good podcast that you thought was awesome, whatever it is, feel free to use our Facebook page as a hub for all things information. Like, it doesn't just have to be all about our show. Let's talk about just all things paleo and make it a real community because that's really fun. Yeah, absolutely. So the next resource, maybe the more traditional resource, <laughs> is, of course, books. So many of these people who do podcasts now or who who have blogs also have books published. And I know my bookshelf is getting bigger and bigger every week. So Yana, why don't you talk about some of the influential books? Yeah, I would have to say one of my absolute favorite books, and this is thanks to Jimmy Moore interviewing the authors of it, is a recipe book called Make It Paleo. Mm. And being that my other hobby is photography, I think that's one of the things that really appealed to me about this recipe book. It's just beautiful to look at the Images are inspiring. You want to just pick it up and eat the page. It's amazing. So that's one of my favorite books. That's um, by Bill Staley and Haley Mason. And if you're looking for an amazing cookbook to start you off on all things paleo for the people who don't like Googling recipes, that is the must have. I would say if you're going to get any book of anything, definitely that one is good. We can list 10 other excellent cookbooks, but that is the go-to Absolutely. Absolutely. Another one that we love is a book by the Paleo Parents called Eat Like a Dinosaur, which is great. It's really good for people with kids. It's full of recipes that are really fun. There's, you know, a little story at the beginning, or there's actually an introduction to Paleo at the very start of it for for the adults, I think it's it's termed. And then there's a illustrated storybook bedtime story on um, why the family got into doing paleo, which I think is really good for the young ones. If they've been eating a standard diet and then all of a sudden mum says, that's it, we're eating something different, it's a really uplifting story on why that's a good thing to do and why you'd want to do it. Um, and one of my close friends down in Adelaide now has her kindergarten using it as a recipe book, which is really cool because she wants her daughter going to kindy and not having exposure to grains and that sort of thing. So she was just like, what can I do? And I headed her in the direction of make it paleo. She's loved it and she's taken it into the kindy and now they're using it in their kitchen, which is wicked. That's, so cool. That's awesome. And there's, you know, there's so many other books just full of great information. Like we've already spoken about Rob Wolf and Mark Sisson, but you know, their books, Rob's is The Paleo Solution, which is just brilliant. I love it. Yeah. It was such a laugh but so informative at the same time. Yeah, I've definitely, as a not an avid reader, I have loved reading The Paleo Solution because it's so colloquial and at your level and it's it's um, really fun to read. Yeah, and then Mark Sisson has a whole range of books in his Primal Blueprint sort of stable and so there's stuff there from like the just the regular book to the cookbook to the 21-day challenge. Like There's all sorts of stuff there. Um, and I know, Steph, you've been enjoying a couple of books at the moment. Is it The Primal Body, Primal Mind? Is that the one you've been reading? Yes, Nora Gagaudis' book, Primal Body, Primal Mind. Every page, seriously, every page I have stuff underlined. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, it's so informative. It's pretty technical, but it's really, really interesting. And uh, we'll be seeing her at the Mind Summit later on uh, in, in May in yeah. Sydney. So yeah. that's really exciting. Um, the next... The, Maybe one of the next books that hasn't actually been released yet is called Rich Food, Poor Food. And I've got a sneak peek of that, or actually the three of us have got a sneak peek of that. And it's going to be out at the end of February 
also probably just before this episode is it'll be out <laughs> um but anyways it looks quite good it goes through all the different areas of the supermarket and how to make the best choices that you can in each area of the supermarket uh, with lots of really good information. Another book that I like, which is not strictly paleo the whole way through, but it's back to real food, is Nourishing Traditions by Sally Fallon. Um, it's based on a lot of Western A. Price stuff, so that's why I really like it. There's a lot of stuff in there about fermenting and sprouted grains, which, you know, I think if you're going to have them, if you're making that step, it's a much better way than the highly processed stuff. But there's so many other things you can take from in there. There's a lot of sauerkraut recipes, which is great because, you know, you really want to be supporting good gut flora and, and the fermented veggies are a great way to do that. So she's got some really easy fermented food recipes in there. Yeah. So moving away from the books, because I think we <laughs> yeah, could go on forever. all day about these. And like I said, join uh, join our page on Facebook and that's where you can kind of share all sorts of this information. But one uh, maybe partner group out there that we tend to find has some pretty common goals to us is the fitness community. So there are a lot of maybe not so good fitness communities that we did talk about in our last episode, but um, there are a lot of really excellent ones too. So Brett's going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and I think we did already speak about a couple of these in our last episode in terms of like the CrossFit and the MoveNet and the functional fitness people. Um, and it really is a great, they can be a great resource in terms of your paleo journey, not just in terms of helping you do some really good functional fitness, which is going to really complement your paleo journey because you know, we do know that when you're exercising right and getting that side right, then it makes the, the eating side easier and, and better as well. Uh, but also because they tend to have that same philosophy. They're applying the same philosophy to their fitness as they are to their food. So, you know, you'll see a lot of crossover, for example, in the CrossFit community, that there's a lot of them in their CrossFit forums and those sort of things also talking about paleo diet and paleo food principles. And, you know, one of the good things is that if you're someone who is doing a bit more exercise, then that can be a really good way to understand, well, okay, how do I need to balance this exercise or balance this diet with my exercise and make sure that I'm tweaking the paleo diet because it can be tweaked, obviously, different ratios of fats and proteins and carbs and all those sort of things. You know, how am I tweaking my diet to make sure that it's fitting in with my exercise and, and just making sure you're looking at that whole holistic picture. So, you know, so looking at some of those uh, fitness forums like the CrossFit, looking at websites like the MoveNet, I know... Erwin Lacour's just started doing his own podcast, which is the MoveNet one, which is really cool. Um, utilize those resources um, to find out about the fitness, but also to get some information about the paleo stuff too. Um, so I guess uh, moving on from there, then we need to look towards, um, I guess, other people who can help us out. I think we're going to talk about maybe some practitioners that might be able to help us on the journey. Absolutely. So I think the Wellness Guys did an excellent episode on the partners that you need to have along your wellness journey. And that can be anywhere from a chiropractor, a wellness coach, a naturopath, um, and, and many other people along the way. So those are definitely people who have more um, technical knowledge often and can look at things more specifically after you've looked at all of these overall concepts. So maybe you guys would like to talk about the side of it from a chiropractic perspective, how we're more wellness focused. Yeah, definitely. I mean, being that two of us are chiropractors, um, I think probably a good place to start is talking about chiropractic very briefly here. So chiropractic is the world's largest drug-free healing modality, which is something we're really proud of. And that really fits in with a paleo philosophy, you know, trying to stay away from anything synthetic, anything human made and really stick to what nature does best, which is definitely what chiropractors are all about um, supporting and and rectifying. So finding where there's 
interference to your system and removing it so that your body can heal itself properly as it's supposed to do. Um, so there's a lot of chiropractors out there that do do paleo. There's an excellent uh, resource called the paleophysiciansnetwork.com, which has some chiropractors on there. It also has lots of other modalities of health on there too. So that's a really good place to start if you're looking for someone to help you out in, in different arenas of health. Uh, a naturopath, obviously, they're going to be prescribing things first that are, are non-synthetic. Um, there are still a lot out there that will prescribe um, less natural forms of supplementation so i think it's a good thing to do your homework and ask around especially if you've got if you've got a paleo community of people who are going to be more like-minded um in addition to that the wellness guys did an interview with dr ron ehrlich who is a holistic dentist um and they're actually going to be doing a podcast released quite soon we hope called the good doctors on the wellness couch so that will be a really good one to tune into and perhaps if any of those practitioners are around your area they'd be a good resource for you to go and visit if you if and when you need dr brett is there anything yeah, else you wanted to and, add well, i think dr ron and uh, and michelle who are doing that good doctors show are both awesome and and they belong to a group called ACNEM, which is the Australasian College of Nutritional and Environmental Medicine. It's a bit of a mouthful, but they do some pretty <laughs> well cool stuff. And so they do have doctors all around Australia who, who look at a more, um, I guess, holistic approach to health. They like to look at the environment. They like to look at what sort of foods you're eating. And, and they do fit in, um, you know, even if they're not necessarily paleo, they're, they're looking at stuff from a more paleo perspective, a more natural, humanistic, holistic perspective. Um, which is just fantastic. And so if you, if you are looking for a medical practitioner or a dentist, just understand that there are those who exist out there who aren't going to give you a dirty look if you say you're eating the paleo diet or you know, they're not going to try and talk you out of it and tell you how bad saturated fats are and how you, you know, healthy whole grains. The whole problem is that you're not eating enough healthy whole grains or you know, whatever it is. Just understand that there are practitioners out there who are going to be supportive of you and supportive of your journey. And you just might need to spend a little bit of extra time sort of looking for those. And I guess following on from that then is that once you find those people, often what you'll find associated with those people is perhaps some seminars and events that they're doing as well so that, you know, you can go along and perhaps meet these people in person, you know, spend a whole day learning some first-hand, you know, information, um, develop a whole community because, you know, if you're sitting in an event with perhaps a couple of hundred people there who are all interested in the same information, there's a good chance you're going to meet someone there who, you know, you can become friends with, you can chat to on an ongoing basis, you can... You know, help you find a support group who can help you find somewhere to get something to eat. So, you know, those seminars are really good. Obviously, you know, through the Wellness Guys, we've been doing our Wellness Summit, which I think the first one will have passed by the time this episode comes on to air, but we will certainly have more coming up in the future. Um, you know, there's seminars that we run, obviously, within our practice. We do, you know, eating seminars, we do exercise seminars, we do, we get special guests in, like Damien Christoph from the Wellness Guys, and we had Jimmy Moore. Um, so there's a whole range of information there we can do to really help you guys um, find out some more information, really get in depth, but, but also find some mentors and find some community there. So Definitely. And obviously I'm a wellness coach, but the way that I got into this was by going to see Dr. Brett for wellness coaching. Because I started listening to the wellness guys and just kind of not really believing that this stuff was, it sounded too good to be true really. So having someone who can be your mentor or your coach along the journey and just help you with goal setting and priorities is really, really helpful. And also just supporting you when you do face challenges with your friends or family, uh, like we spoke about at the beginning, who aren't always necessarily supportive. You can always have that coach or mentor who's in your corner, always supporting you and um, 
and helping you, giving you some good information along the way. And I do want to point out at that point that I'm not doing wellness coaching anymore. So before you call me and email me, I'm, I'm not doing wellness coaching anymore, um, purely because of the time factor. Um, but the time spent in my practice and doing the wellness guys and doing our podcasts and talking at seminars and all those things has meant that, that I just don't have the time to do the wellness coaching anymore. But the cool thing for me is that I've been able to then help Steph on her journey towards becoming a wellness coach, which has been awesome. And you know, one of the things I know is that actually you always learn more uh, by teaching someone than by actually doing it yourself. And so what I've found is, and I've found this throughout my life with all my family, with my friends, that, that when I actually take the time to explain it to someone else, to show them how to do it, that I actually learn it better as well, which is really important. And so um, it's, we're also going to be doing uh, some seminars. We're actually going to be doing a seminar called The Business of Wellness Coaching. Okay, And so we're going to be doing a seminar teaching people, just like Steph, how to become a wellness coach, how to set yourself up as a wellness coach, how to run the business, how to market yourself. We're going to show you what courses are out there. So we're actually going to be teaching you how to become a wellness coach so that you can teach other people, which, as I said, is probably the best way for you to learn and improve as you go along on your journey too. Definitely. We're so excited to be doing that. Um, so as I guess, as we wrap up for today, we just gave you a lot of information today. And I know you're probably all writing it down frantically. Like I said, we will post a lot of these resources on our uh that Paleo Show Facebook page. And we really encourage you, like we said, to have a conversation about these things because that, like Brett said, the best way to learn is to teach. And by you sharing your experiences, you can help other people learn and you can also learn from them. Yeah, so so definitely after this episode, what we'd love for you to do is we'd love you all to go to our That Paleo Facebook page and just share some of your thoughts on, you know, what is your paleo network? You know, where do you buy stuff? What are your favorite blogs? What are your favorite podcasts? You know, what's the stuff that really helps you on your paleo journey that you'd love to share with all of our other listeners and share with the rest of the paleo community? Because it really is a great community, the paleo community. Like, it's a very supportive community. It's full of people who are just so passionate about what they do and why they do it. They're passionate about getting people healthy. Um, so, you know, come onto our, our Facebook page, really share your information because the more you share, then the more others are going to share with you and we can create a really cool, strong community there. So, so we'll see you there. And the paleo community worldwide is gigantic. You can find it under every blog post, there are hundreds of comments. You can find so much information, but really just paring it down and getting it into nice bite-sized pieces in these episodes and and um, on the Facebook page would be a good way to kind of filter filter through all of the, the wealth of information. You can spend hundreds and thousands of hours going through it all, but we've done a lot of that for you. So you can listen, listen to the following episodes. And, um, and we promise we will get into the nitty gritty of paleo in the upcoming episodes. So until next week, check us out on Facebook, share your story, and help us grow the paleo tribe worldwide. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.